Welcome to Tea Time with Nick. Today's episode is sponsored by me, Nick G. Only because I don't have any sponsors at the moment, but whatever. Today's drink of choice is... Oh, Corona Extra. I guess I ran out of Premier. We love the extra calories. Lord knows I need them. Oh my god, guys. Last night's episode was intense. And yes, I'm talking all things Housewives today. But not any Housewives. Beverly Hills, of course. If you're not a Housewives fan... This episode isn't for you, but if you just listen, you might become one. Let's just do a quick recap of this season in Beverly Hills. And of course, there will be some spoilers. So if you haven't watched yet, you better go catch up and come back because this episode was juicy. A part of me wonders if this episode was so juicy because Lisa Renna knows she's been a drag all season long. Like, let's just talk about her for a moment. On top of this season playing out, you don't see her much because she doesn't have much screen time. Like, I think I've seen on Twitter, like, seven seconds was her most, like, screen time in a couple episodes. So, like, that's embarrassing. Like, no one's really cared for her this this season. But also her social media posts. Like, I don't know if you guys follow her or what, but, like, her antics and stuff. Like, I just had to unfollow her. Like, literally, I could not deal with them anymore. Like, it was at the point of no return where it got kind of, like, bullying, you know? Like, she did go on to apologize for all of her antics, but, like, she apologized and then, like, used the excuse that it's because she was mourning the loss of her mom. I mean, people mourn differently, but, like, that's such a shitty excuse. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, I can't. Like, I can't do that. Don't use your, your mother as an excuse to be a shitty person. I'm sorry. I mean, I was known for being a huge bitch, but, I mean... That's just because I was a bitch. I mean, I didn't have an excuse for it. That's just because of who I was. Anyways, Rena finally shows up this episode. Um, and of course, she's mad at Sutton because, well, we'll talk about more in that recap and you'll know why she's mad. So on that note, let's dive in. So this season of Housewives, we have some fighting going on and then we have some more fighting going on and then we have some more fighting going on. We have Sutton and Diana fighting. She's a new housewife that I really don't care for because she's just boring and licks her lips a lot. But, you know, people that have a lip filler know when you get fresh lips, you got to lick your lips. I mean, that's what my friends used to tell me all the time. She would be like, Nick, you know, you're always licking your lips. And I'm like, sorry, bitch, I got fresh lips. What do you want me to do? Put some chapstick? I don't carry chapstick all the time. Anyways, back to Diana and Sutton. They're fighting because Diana feels that Sutton's like insincere and, you know, she's just not a genuine person and Sutton made Diana cry in Mexico and it was just whole thing. But honestly, Sutton gets a lot of crap that she shouldn't be getting. Then we have Garcelle and Erica, you know, from last season, they were already starting to fight, but it's like trickling into this season, but not so much because Erica has been drinking so much. When she was drunk at Garcelle's birthday party, she told Garcelle's 14-year-old son to fuck off. I mean, like, what? Like, the fact that Garcelle did not do anything to Erica, drunk or not, is, like, insane. Because I would have just been popping off. Like, don't tell my kid to fuck off. Especially 14 years old. Like, what? And then, on top of that, before cussing her kid out, she was trying to have a threesome with her oldest son. I mean, like, girl, have a threesome, but not with your friend's son. Can you believe that? We also have poor Crystal, love her, even though she lost 14 friends. I mean, people lose 14 friends. I mean, what are you going to do? She did admit that she does have an eating disorder, 
which is, you know, always hard and is a very serious subject. And I wish her the best. <laughs> we also have Erica thinking that she's doing good, telling Crystal, instead of throwing up, you should just take a laxative. Like, who says that? And while Crystal's explaining all of this to everybody at Boring Diana's Christmas party, a chicken tender comes out and Erica, who's drunk, of course, tells Crystal, Crystal, no, you can't eat this. Go away. And I'm just like, oh my God. I don't think Erica's like even listening to herself. It's so funny. Although it's like not funny in real life type of situation, but great for TV because it's just like, oh my God. Meanwhile... After Garcelle's birthday, Garcelle's like offended because she's like, dude, you told my son to like fuck off, you know? And then we have Kyle and Dorit who meet up and discuss the party afterwards, which is like fine, whatever. But what got me was that Kyle and Dorit are laughing that Erica cussed her son out and then they try to make an excuse for it. Like, oh, well, you know, she's had a tough year. Like, let's just cool it down because she's having fun after what she's been through. Which doesn't give it a pass, you know? I mean, Erica was crying when Eileen, like, even said something about her son. So, like, what makes you think it's okay to say something about Garcelle's son? We also have Dorit's house getting broken into, and PK got a DUI, her husband, but not really a DUI, but we'll talk more on that this episode. We also have the one and only Miss Kathy Hilton back on. Legit, I am a huge fan, like huge. Like she liked like two of my Instagram posts and like put heart eyes on them. Like go check it out. Like I know she's going to be a hot topic this season and I can't wait. But if they're like saying what she said is true, then I like welcome it. You know, like call me a fag. Thank you for blessing me. I love you, Miss Hilton. Say meaner things to me. Okay, so starting off on this episode, we have Rena throwing her Rena Rosé wine tasting. You know, she has the lipstick kit. Now she has wine. She's trying to be an entrepreneur. We love it. QVC. Go get them, girl. I mean, we started off with like Sutton and her kids talking, but that wasn't really interesting. You know, that's not my cup of tea. I like the drama. So then it goes into Garcelle and Dorit meeting for dinner. Honestly, Garcelle has been the best addition of the to the show. Like, I could not see it without her because she's so real, you know? She's the one that would tell you how it is, but still be loyal to you. I love that. So during this dinner, she talks about how her book's almost done and that she's doing like the audio portion of the like the audiobook or whatever. And then we find out that she's had an experience with Bill Cosby. I was like in shock when I heard that. I was like, what? Like Bill Cosby? Like I might have been the only person that did not know that. I was like stunned when I heard that. I was like, oh my God. And then they talk about PK's DUI moment that wasn't a moment. I guess they got him for suspicion of drunk driving, but then when they took him to the station, his like alcohol blood level content was below than what it was supposed to be. And then um, Garcelle said they took him home, like the cops drove him home. And she was like, in my world, this would never happen. But I'm like, would that happen to Mexicans? And then I was like, oh, hey, it happened to me. When I was a teenager, I don't know. I just got along with my local cop. I had this lady cop. We'd always call her Sarah Silverman because she looked just like her. She was so nice to me all the time. We were at parties. Every party would get busted. She would always be like, Nick, what are you doing here? You're not 18. You got to go home. I'd be like, no, I'm 18 now. And they'd be like, no, because you were 16 last week when we took you home. I'd be like, okay, but you don't have to say anything. I mean, like, God, let me have fun for one moment. 
moment. So they would always just drive me home and they would always tell my mom, hey, we're bringing him home again. I hope she's doing well. She always took care of me. And then they go on to talk about something that's going to be like the premise of this whole episode, which was a couple episodes ago, Erica told Garcelle she feels Sutton is a liability for her. After that, when Erica said that to Garcelle, Garcelle went home thinking like, what does that even mean? Like, what? how is my friend a liability to me? So Garcelle and Dorit ended up going on to talk about what Erica had said to her. She was like, why would she say this to me? And Dorit was kind of just like, well, because, you know, you're a ride or die kind of girl. Like, you're going to be jumping off the cliff if Sutton does. And Garcelle's just like, no, I'm just a good friend. Like, what? And I'm like, yeah, she's a loyal friend. Like, I'm going to stick up for my friends, even if they're wrong. But even when Sutton's wrong, Garcelle tells her that, like, hey, girl, you're wrong. And that was the end of that dinner. Then we go to Erica's house and Erica's sitting with her glam squad assistant. And she goes on to say that Mauricio actually tried to set her up with an NFL player, but that she was saying that she's not ready for a relationship, but she's looking for a good time. So, you know, if people wanting to hook up with her, she's all for that, which, you know, love that for her. I mean, she was married to like an 80 year old man, so I doubt he could even get it up you know, fuck around, get fucked, whatevs. But she did say that she was went to hook up with some guy one time. He told her that she, he thinks that she would be a really good dominatrix, which I agree. She just gives off that vibe, you know? So I think that would be really great for her. It was honestly a pretty slow episode for the first like 30 minutes because Kyle, Crystal, Kathy, and Diana all have COVID. They're not there this episode, which is sad because... I got one episode of Kathy Hilton and then she's been exposed. What's with that? Kathy, protect yourself. I need you in all the episodes. Anyway, so this is like a pivotal moment of the show because it does go on to the more of the drama. So Lisa, Rena, and Sutton go have lunch. And I forgot to mention this in the recap, but the whole reason why Rena and Sutton are fighting is because Sutton went on Watch What Happens Live and... I think it was a huge discussion last year that Rena didn't pay for her Elton John table, that Sutton actually paid for it. So it's been a huge thing because Lisa Rena felt so humiliated by Sutton because she was like, you said that I didn't pay for my ticket and I did. And Sutton's like, no, I invited you and I paid for it, but okay. And Rena's like, you're lying. And then it was so fun because they were at lunch and and Sutton was like, I have the receipt. I can show you. And they were like, everyone was like, no, that's tacky. Don't do that. Don't do that. And Garcelle was just like, do it. She was like, show them. Like, they don't believe you. Show them. It was so fun. I, God, can she show that receipt? I hope that she shows it at the reunion. I'm going to die. It's going to be the end of Lisa Renna this season. I know. I just know it and I can't wait. So they're sitting at lunch. It's so funny because Sutton asks for bread and then asks Lisa if she eats bread. Instant flashback to this iconic moment. Why don't you have a piece of bread and maybe you'll calm down a little? Okay, and then they go on talking about the whole paying for the table. She then goes on to tell Sutton. She's been telling people she likes to torture Sutton for fun. Like, what a lame thing to say. Then goes on to be like, people think I'm such a fucking bitch. And I'm like, newsflash, you are a girl. So during that lunch, we get that they're mad and that they both apologize and decided to squash the beef. So moving forward, they're going to start fresh, whatever. So then we are now at the Renner Rosé wine tasting. 
all the girls are starting to get there. You know, Rena has her signature drinks. I mean, even though she did steal one of my drinks, she had a Rena Rita, which is so unoriginal. Like, why are you stealing my idea, girl? I mean, everyone knows that it's called the Nicarita. I know that sounds kind of bad, but it's not. It's a staple at every single party I go to. So everyone's outside Lisa Rinna's house and everyone's drinking. Everyone's having like a pre-cocktail before the wine tasting, except for Erica. Because she did mention in this episode and previous episode, because she's been getting super wasted lately, that she can't drink because the medication she's on, because she's depressed. So she doesn't drink for the pre-cocktails. She tells them like, no, I'm not drinking today. I'll have chamomile tea because I can't drink on my medication. But also when they're having a party at Lisa Rennes, why are they always outside? What does her inside of her house look like? Like to me, I feel like it's so unorganized in there. I just, I know she's a pack rat. That's why she doesn't film in there. I just feel that. Like I just know it. Anyways, so this whole beautiful table set up and they're wondering like, oh, Lisa, did you do it? And it cuts to last season and they're asked her who did it. Of course, it wasn't Lisa. It was Harry Hamlin. And it makes me wonder when Kim said, I wonder if it's because her husband's gay. I mean, it's all making sense. It's starting to give that, you know? Anyways, ladies are now sitting around having their pre-cocktail drinks, you know, The booze is getting everyone going, but they did something that like rubbed me the wrong way. They were talking about Crystal's eating disorder without her there. And I'm like, how are you guys going to talk about her eating disorder? And not only that, like Crystal told Doree in confidence that she's like throwing up every single day, like every single day. And everyone's like, what? Oh my God, what? And I'm like, oh my God, Doree, why would you say something that's none of your business? Of course, a housewife always has something to defend themselves. So in the confessional, she's just like, oh, you know, to me, that's a cry for help. She needs to go get help. But while all the ladies are talking, Sutton is the only one to defend her and say like, well, maybe she is getting help, you know? But you could tell like she was clearly the most uncomfortable one because like she kept fidgeting with her like her outfit and stuff and I know that would make me uncomfortable that's something I would do I mean I'd talk a little bit first but then I'd be like "Hmm." so this is where it starts to get great so they dance they then move down to the grass area where the wine tasting is taking place Erica of course is so hilarious after she was just saying she can't drink because she's on medication she starts tasting the wine you can't make that up I mean I love her for that the medications don't react if it's for wine tasting you know they're saying the wine's really good I'm not a wine drinker but I'm gonna have to buy it when it comes out like I I really am so you know they're drinking the wine they keep drinking no one's spitting the wine out like they're supposed to they just chug it all and have another glass I've never been wine tasting but I would do the same like why am I gonna pay money to spit it out. No, I'm going to drink it all. Anyway, so the consensus is that the rosé is the best. Her brute needs a little work. And then Dorit, who all of a sudden calls Garcelle G. She always has nicknames for people. Like she calls Mauricio Mo and now Garcelle G. Well, she's saying she has a friend who's very interested in Garcelle. Erica, of course, being the gold digging whore that she is, she's like, well, okay, but what's his bank account? You know, how much money does he have? So like, they can't really get a good conversation. She's so drunk and I love it. You know, Erica is a mess, but me and her have the same birthday. So I think we're a little bit of the same person. So that's why even though she's being horrible and I don't agree with a lot of things she says, it's all very funny because I see myself doing a lot of those things, you know? I mean, I wouldn't cuss someone's kid. Oh, no, I never cuss someone's kid. out. I would never do that. 
I don't think. Anyway, so now they're all starting to get a little drunk. And you know, once they're drunk, the drama starts. Garcelle calls Erica to sit down and discuss the comments she's made of Sutton being a liability. And Erica's like, okay, fine, let's go sit down, whatever. So they go sit down and Garcelle asks why she said that. And Erica goes on to explain. She has Sutton's back to almost a default. And Garcelle's like... You wouldn't think I would do the same for you. And Erica's like, well, you've made that perfectly clear how you feel about me with the whole legal drama. And Erica's like, I don't think you even believe me with the legal stuff. And Garcelle's pretty much like, yeah, you're right. And then fast forward, they end that conversation. They go sit down and then boom, right there, Sutton goes, I don't like how you said that I was a liability. And Erica was like, well, you've had this argument with this person and this person and this person. Yet Garcelle is always there for you. And Sutton goes on to say, that's called being a friend. Garcelle's in the corner like, why do you guys make me feel like a bad friend for being loyal? And I'm sorry, Sutton hasn't done anything that Garcelle shouldn't be like defending her for. You know, it's nothing too extreme. Like, why are we really mad at Sutton? Lisa is like really, really drunk at this point. She then brings up Sutton on Watch What Happens Live again, saying that she's her and starts getting dramatic. And Sutton reminds Rena, she's like, hey, hold on. We apologize at the at lunch. Like, why are we making such a big deal in front of an audience? Rena then goes on and she's like, you know what you did. You hurt me for a reason and I want to know why. And it's so funny because when Rin is going off at this point and she's like cussing Sutton out, Sutton during her confessional, she says, the soap actress and Lisa Renna never leaves her body. It's so iconic that she even said that. And then, you know, Lisa has to do the one up dramads and she's all, I will cut you fucking down. It, and then she's like, if you mention my kids are my husband. And Garcelle looks at Rena, She's like, so no kids and laughs because, you know, Erica just attacked her son. And then Rena changes her story of feeling humiliated to being like, oh, you look like a fool, Sutton. You look like a fool because you tried to humiliate me, but you didn't. You failed. And then the episode cuts off. So then we got to wait. But now we're going to go on Twitter and see what other people have to say about this week's episode. So we have at J-B-N-E-I-M-L says, how do we unsubscribe from Lisa Rena? Are her, Erica, and Kyle in some most unlikable contest and we are unaware of? And then we have at EBBM podcasts. It's clear to me that we as a society have evolved past the need for Rena. We also have at Sadia B. Mac. Sutton's my girl 94% of the time, but I'm going to need her to stop apologizing to underserving people. Stand in your shit. And then... At Bravo Bitch XS says, Rena telling Sutton it's kind of fun to torture her is delusional at its finest. She gotta go. At Adventures Tiana says, Lisa Rena basically said to Sutton, fucking with you is paying my bills and laughed about it. Red flag. So it looks like a lot of people are tired of Rena this season too. I'm not the only one. Not looking good for her, but I'm sure that reunion is going to be epic because I just seen a tweet from Garcelle from today saying, bring on the reunion, sick of this BS, because Erica was on like an after show saying she thinks that the other women aren't getting closer to Garcelle because she's always cleaning up Sutton's mess. Oh my God, so dramatic. This is going to be so good. It's going to be like a four part reunion. I can't wait. Anyways. That's it for today. 
If you like this podcast, go ahead and give me five stars. If you want to discuss anything, my Twitter handle is at Nick G underscore. And my Instagram is Nick G with two eyes. Talk to you soon.